Good day, everybody. This is Dana Massett. So I was thinking, you know, I was kind of cleaning up my Facebook. To be honest with you, my Facebook is like not personal at all. Like it's, I have 5,000 people that I don't even know who they are. Um, so I was, and this is like many, many years that I've had 5,000 friends and maybe I know like 200 of them, you know, maybe up to 500 I know acquaintance, friends, family. So I was just kind of cleaning up. You know, once you hit 5,000, that's like your max. And people can just follow you. So I was kind of just sitting there cleaning up, you know, deleting people that, again, I don't even know. And then I was getting more requests. And I'm like accepting some of them. I mean, who do you know to accept and not accept? You know, my Facebook just hasn't been personal or private for a long time. And I just noticed, I'm like, everyone is like a business coach these days. Everyone literally is like a business coach. And it's so funny because everyone's profile picture is like this professional shot now. And, you know, I started off my journey with a bachelor's in accounting, and I was in corporate America, super driven, um, moving up, you know, position to position in a short period of time, like just really motivated, really driven. While since I was 18, I've been exposed to shamanic healing and cranial sacral since about 13 years old. And I really went into it myself with dedication at the age of 18. So I was always seeing clients on the side, assisting classes with my father, and exploring it, but I never felt ready. I was afraid to make that shift because you get comfortable. When you have a full-time corporate job, there's benefits that go along with it. So whether you're carrying the insurance for the family, you have your vacation days, um, it's fearful to take that leap of faith like okay I really love doing this shamanic healing I really love healing the world and taking that leap and trusting it's going to work out but it took me years so from 18 to about I think I was 24 25 is when I fully stepped out of corporate America and went into healing and it's not that I was even making the same amount. So say if I was making 60000 in corporate America, no, I probably made 20000 my first year leaving corporate America and going into on a full-time basis, part-time basis, because you need to build your clientele at the age of 24. Now, years and years to come, yes, did that income increase and keep increasing? Yes, but my income is not the same week to week. You know, it fluctuates. And you know when you're self-employed or you're a business owner, you know your slower period. So sometimes a slower period might be summertime. Sometimes a slower period might be during the holidays. And you just put that cushion in your account. You prepare for it. You're all good. It's worth it. Um, but what I'm saying is you do have to be re realistic and you do have to plan for when you take that career shift. It's not about, oh, I wake up one day. This is what I want to do. I want to free myself from the nine to five, eight to four lifestyle, 40 plus hour week 
and then boom, you quit your job and you just trust that the universe is going to provide to you and give you all the clients. That thought is beautiful. And if you have that thought, keep that thought. But part of manifesting is also being grounded in your choices and responsible. So the same time that you want to be fearless and trusting in your choices, you do want to also lay the groundwork. Like, okay, I'm going to make this huge life change, so I want to have this amount of money in my account so I'm not stressed out. And I'm not desperate making this change. So you want to do it in in a responsible manner. And maybe planning for that career shift takes a couple years. Maybe for someone it takes a couple months. But what I'm saying is the universe responds to our manifestations and to us through being responsible, through goal setting, and taking risk at the same time. So you have to balance But getting back to what I really wanted to talk about was everyone is a business coach. And I'm thinking in my mind, if I hired a business coach, what would I be seeking? I would be seeking someone that legit had experience. You know, it's like when you fill out like a resume, you create a resume, five years experience in business creation and process creation and innovation someone that's traveled the world, someone that has maybe been in a, been a consultant for businesses that could look at my business and say, okay, the marketing is off here. Okay, you're not reaching out to the right community. Something's amiss here. Someone that could teach me and has expertise that I do not have. So I'm thinking like some of these business coaches are in their 20s. I'm 33, so not too far off. But some of these business coaches are in their 20s. What experience are we building upon here? What experience does a business coach in their 20s have to offer me? And I'm not coming off judgmental, but I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, what, what is happening? I'm all about entrepreneurs. I'm all about creating your own way in this world. But what about getting the experience, getting the training, getting not a mentorship program that you're in for a couple months and boom, you're a life coach. Boom, you're a business coach. No. Experience comes from being out in the world. And being exposed to the grind, you know, the grind that people experience the 40 hour a week, um, public speaking, you know, having to create a presentation, traveling, being part of different proposals and projects, being a part of different industries. I mean, how can you be a business coach if your resume is a couple years long and maybe in one industry? How can you be a business coach if you haven't even reached an executive level, a management level in your career? So I'm just, I, me and my boyfriend are watching this new series. I think it's a Netflix series. We watch Netflix and Amazon. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's an Amazon one or Netflix, but it's called Cuckoo. Um, and it's about this guy who is super spiritual and his 
fiance, well, actually his wife, they're young. I feel like they're in their 20s. And the fiance, the wife has to work. And he's like, well, I want to write these books. And um, he does like these shamanic rituals. He's just really, he meditates like every single day. But it's almost to the point that he's not balanced in his masculine energy. He's not really thinking about providing. He's not thinking about his foundation and securing his foundation. He wants to write a book. I think it's like one or two books he wants to write. So he wants to like literally have nothing on his plate and be provided for so he can do this. And he feels in his soul he like deserves this. And I can vibe with what he's saying, but I also feel... At the same time, we have these goals and we want to write these books and we want to take time off. I feel as adults and just as human beings to be in a balanced essence and being grounded in our truth and responsible. We have to be responsible on our journeys and take care of our needs. And I feel like part of that is if we're preparing to write a book and we want to take that three-month period off or whatever it is, we prepare for it in a responsible manner so we're not leaving these burdens for other people to pick up. And I feel like our society is shifting into a whole different paradigm where we used to be we have to work hard for success, which I believe in working smart. I believe you can work a 20-hour week, a 30-hour week, and be very financially successful, very purposeful in your career, and work smart. Okay, now we're reaching into this other paradigm where it's like the slash generation that I talked about. I think two years ago I was talking about the slash generation where you literally have like, I'm an entrepreneur slash business coach slash healer slash ritual creator slash innovator slash inventor, blah, blah, blah. Which is cool. If you want to divide your career into multiple avenues and that fulfills you and provides for you, go for it. But make sure that you have that responsible foundation and don't just smack a label on yourself. And say that I provide this service to the world and you don't have that experience. Because people are coming to you with needs and sometimes wounds. And if you're slapping that label, say business coach, and you have literally taken a three-month program and you're in your 20s and maybe you've had one or two jobs, I'm just thinking that's irresponsible. I'm thinking you're presenting yourself as an expert, and you're just not there yet. And that's okay. Maybe in your 30s you'll reach there. Maybe in your 40s you reach there. But be responsible in what you're putting out there to the public that you provide this service and you're an expert in this service and ensure that you have this experience. You have many, many years, if not a decade, of experience. You know, for example, with cranial sacral, I was exposed to that probably, I think it was since 13, and then I really stepped into it at 18, and then years and years of assisting classes, of doing sessions for free, of assisting in my father's sessions for free, just for that experience, going downtown, seeing clients for 20 bucks an hour, 40 bucks an hour, because I was 
thinking in my mind, I need to get this experience. So if I'm doing it for free, if I'm making a little bit of cash here and there, this is how I'm getting my experience. I saw it as an internship. Now I'm 33. So that's like 20 years of experience. And now, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm offering, I legit have experience to offer this service. And I've seen so much that whoever comes to me, I can handle the case. I don't even need to make a phone call to talk to my mentors because I've I've seen it. I've been through it. I've worked through it. Um, also, I didn't offer coaching services till just a couple years ago. And at that moment, because I was offering coaching and counseling in my sessions without a label, it just would naturally come through. We would spend maybe the beginning 10 minutes of the session, an assessment type of thing. And then at the end of the session, we would wrap it up with coaching and guidance. So my client could leave the session and have some tools and direction of where to guide their self-work moving forward so the work could continue. Again, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I offered that as a separate service. And the reason why I felt that I could offer that as a service is I've literally been counseling and coaching people since I was 18 and I'm 33 now. So it's not that someone gave me this mentorship that taught me, hey, this is how you coach. This is how you get clients to coach. No, I've literally been out there in the world in the muck in the realness of the world, I've been spoken to with the worst problems you can think of, with the worst wound that someone has opened up to me and shared with me. And through that, I've developed this experience and expertise to a certain level to provide this service responsibly to the universe. So I'm just... I feel like we've gotten a little out of balance and a little delusional with what services we're offering to the universe and how we're presenting ourselves as these experts, but we forgot to get the experience. We forgot to do the internship. We forgot to actually go out into the world and develop that experience for months, for years, gather that experience, just like we do when we go to college for a couple years or more, or a decade, just like when we get that internship after college or that practicum, or when we get a career, we're entry level and we work our way up. There's a reason why these systems have it in place. Now, I'm not saying we should be following these old, outdated systems. No, But I'm saying that there's a reason why we start out. Even my father's classes, there's a level one, there's a level two, there's a level three. Even with Reiki, there's a level one, there's a level two, there's a level three. And when you do your yoga training, you don't just fall into the practice and boom, you're a yoga instructor. You're unwinding the material and you're laying the material layer by layer, building upon layer by layer. So what I'm saying is, Get that experience. Don't present yourself as a business coach and you haven't actually been out to the in the world in these exposed to what you actually need to teach, what you need to coach. And you actually have that personal experience. I've been through this. You know, I feel like if I hired a business coach, I would want them to at least 
be in their 40s, if not 50s. Because that shows me like, and I would want to see their resume. What have you, what have you gone through? What's your expertise? How have you gained this expertise? So people out there that are hiring business coaches, do your work. Just don't look at a fancy website and say, ooh, they're pretty or they have good energy and their description looks good. Actually ask them for their resume because you deserve the best. You already have experience and you're you're asking, you're branching out for help. Hey, I need to get that next level. Can you come into my business and pick it apart and let me know what you think I need to do to get to that next level? So again, business coaches out there, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus and I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, I think we need to take a deep breath and really evaluate what we're putting out there as expertise into the world and really get grounded in it and get responsible. Namaste.